Good morning, everybody. I'll take a few moments today to kind of take our gospel today, the very famous passage from John chapter 4, Christ's encounter with the Samaritan woman, and to look at it through a very specific lens. And that is the lens of conversion. Whether it be God prompting our own deeper conversion to him, or in the way that we may work with others or encourage them to work towards a deeper conversion of their own hearts. Drawing this from some insights that I've received in the reading and reflection that I've done, that today's gospel really shows us that there are three individual stages of conversion. Again, in our own hearts are the ways that we might work with others to bring them closer to God. And the first one is this. It is the encounter with Christ, or the encounter with another, that is focused on something, particularly something that we want or something we desire. Notice in the Gospel, what does Jesus first focus on in his encounter with the Samaritan woman? It's the water. It's the water that she's going there to the well to get, the physical object that she desires, that water to be able to cleanse her, to be present for her, her friends, her family, whatever. He doesn't go straight to God. He doesn't say, hey, do you believe in me? He encounters her where she's at in that something that she desires. And so in the same way in our own lives, we can look at those things that we search after, those things that we love, those things that we desire. Not necessarily bad things, they could be good things, such as water, food, friends, family, whatever it is. This is where the Lord usually meets us to bring us deeper in a conversion or where we can encounter others. You don't go to a stranger or a friend and just say, hey, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? You often will start with a conversation. It could be friends, family, sports, politics, whatever it is. There's something, a common ground, if you will, that we begin with. But then it brings us to the second stage. Jesus goes from this water to talking about her and her interior life. And the sins that she's committed, these husbands that she has. The second stage is that of self-knowledge. To go from something to a person. Tell me about yourself. About what's going on in your heart. That desire for and that need for self-knowledge. Here, not just like self-knowledge of our gifts and talents, but ultimately of our own poverty. Of our own weakness or even of our own sin. This is where the Lord leads her to. Let's examine yourself. Let's look at what's going on in your own life, in your own heart, in your own soul, and to see that there is a deep poverty and you're trying to fill it up with other things that are not going to make you happy. In the same way that when we work with others, to lead them deeper to not again write to God from the something, but to their own hearts. Self-knowledge is key. In fact, in a certain sense, it is, as we'll see, the most crucial stage as we come to become aware of who we are, but also of our poverty and our need for something greater. But all those things that we desire are not going to lead us to true happiness 
it's going to take something more, and it's going to take moving to that third stage. And the third stage is where he goes and brings this woman to an understanding of her deep thirst, her deep desire for God, for the gift of the Spirit to be poured into her heart. This is the last stage of conversion, from the thing to the self to God. What you're really looking for is God. What's really going to fulfill that void in your life is God. Who's really going to define your life is going to be your encounter with the living Son of God in Jesus. And therefore, the Spirit that is poured into your heart in the same way. It's a journey that we have to go on when the Lord begins to bring us to a deeper conversion. And it's a journey that we've got to bring others on. And it may take a long time to get them there, to go from the things they desire, to examine their own hearts, to realize their poverty, and to realize ultimately the thing that they are thirsting for is Jesus, is the Lord. That is the third and final stage of conversion. This is where we're all going, to realize that we need the Lord. But as I said a few moments ago, the most crucial stage we can argue, is the second one, is the stage of self-knowledge. As Pope Benedict said in reflecting upon this, one must know oneself as one really is if one is to know God. If you don't really know who you are in your own poverty, your own brokenness, and your own neediness, you can't know God. Why? Because you think you don't need him. I'm happy with myself and who I am. I'm happy with these things that I've gathered around me that I cling to. It's only when we truly know ourselves as creatures, as limited, as sinful, as weak, that we can come to realize that we need something greater and it opens up the space for us to be able to know and encounter God. This is the key moment. But the problem is this. It is the most important, but it's the most difficult one because it means having to come to face with our own poverty, our own weakness, our own sinfulness, our own emptiness. And we don't like to do that. There's a great fear of admitting, hey, I'm not perfect. It means that we've got to be vulnerable, that we often have so much shame that we don't want to admit to ourselves or to others. There's a deep insecurity. Or possibly there is actual pride that we think we're the end-all, be-all. And we do not want to grasp on to that deep self-knowledge that we are limited, we are imperfect, we are only creatures, and we need something greater. And so as a result of never looking into our hearts, of putting up those walls, of running, of hiding, of rejecting God and the call to conversion, we never go deeper. We just stay at surface level. The Lord's calling in our heart, but it's too painful. We're too scared to do it. And so we stay at the level of things and never go to that deeper desire that can only be filled by the Lord. And I think it's important for us to reflect on this as we journey during this Lenten season, because so often, and I'm not trying to make any judgment call whenever we focus on Lent. We ask, what are we going to give up? What thing are we going to focus on? Well, I'm going to give up alcohol, or I'm going to give up sweets, or I'm going to give up television. And these things are not bad in themselves, but we've got to ask ourselves, 
What's the purpose? What's the ultimate end? Because if we give up all these things, we do all these penances, but it doesn't lead to our hearts. It doesn't lead to a deeper self-knowledge. We recognize that we depend on these things and our hearts are not open to be able to receive the Lord. Then it's really for nothing. It doesn't lead to a deeper interior conversion, a deeper self-knowledge, a conversion of heart. This is the purpose of Lent. It's not just to give things up, but that we can be interiorly transformed. And so I say, hey, if you look at the things that you've given up this Lent, and if you're saying to yourself, it's not helping me, A, realize my own poverty, and B, open myself up to receive the love of the Lord, maybe we can change, make a little... uh, a little audible here in mid-course to get something that will lead to that deeper conversion of heart so we can have a more fruitful end. In conclusion, these are the three stages, moving from something to moving to self-knowledge and ultimately moving to the Lord. But I'm going to argue there's one last stage. That once we do these things, if we really pay attention to the gospel, after the woman is brought from the water to her own acknowledging her sinfulness, then to desiring that encounter with Jesus, that her thirst is actually for God, what does she do? She drops the water pail and she goes to spread the good news. After the conversion, she goes on mission to evangelize and tell others what Jesus did for her. Yes, to a certain extent, who Jesus was, but she gives a personal testimony of how the Lord changed her life, of how her existence, the trajectory, has been redirected. And for those who have had that deeper conversion, those who have encountered the Lord in their hearts and come to that deep self-knowledge and have found that only God fulfills their thirst, they are the ones who are so willing often to spread that testimony to others so the Lord can touch them in their own lives and they can be brought on this conversion of journey to come to know the Lord and to realize that ultimately in their poverty and our poverty, it is only going to be Jesus who fills that lack, who fills that void, who is the thing, person, the reality, the encounter that will clinch our thirst. Amen.